This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. EVs are the fastest growing segment in the auto industry, and analysts expect them to really rocket forward from about the middle of 2024 until the end of 2027 as more and more EVs hit the market. But that could also trigger a surge in sales of ICE vehicles, or at least of certain models. Analyst Jeff Schuster from LMC Automotive says it's entirely possible that as anti-EV consumers realize that their favorite internal combustion vehicle or truck will be going out of production, they'll race out and buy the last ones as fast as they can. And so piston-powered cars and trucks could see a sales surge towards the end of the decade. Alfa Romeo makes beautiful cars. But they haven't sold that well because they don't have a good reputation when it comes to reliability. But Alpha is starting to show some signs of improvements, at least in the U.S. market. Alpha just topped J.D. Power's sales satisfaction index for the first time. The SSI, as it's known, measures how well the dealer handled the sales process. So that doesn't really address the reliability issue. But even so, that's a big win for Alpha. It beat out Porsche and Lexus. Buick topped the list amongst the mass market brands, ranking ahead of Dodge and Subaru. Two interesting findings from the SSI study. J.D. Power says, Buyers who special order a vehicle, rather than buying what's on the dealer lot, are a lot more satisfied with their purchase. And dealers need to do a better job with EV customers. They reported lower satisfaction with the sales experience than people who bought gas-powered vehicles. Rivian posted its Q3 earnings, and they show how hard it is to launch a new car company. It sold only 6,584 vehicles, bringing in $536 million in revenue. It lost $1.7 billion, which was 40% worse than a year ago, and it's burning through roughly a billion dollars in cash every quarter. Rivian CEO R.J. Scaringe says, they still have enough cash on hand to last until the end of 2025. But Reuters cites an analyst from CFRA Research who says Rivian desperately needs to build up its production volume. Get this. He says Rivian's cost of goods per vehicle is $220,000, but its trucks are selling for an average of $81,000. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Volvo revealed its newest electric vehicle, the EX90. The seven-seater SUV features a 111-kilowatt-hour battery pack paired with a two-motor all-wheel drive system that generates 380 kilowatts or 517 horsepower. The setup provides an estimated 600 kilometers of range on the WLTP test cycle, which is roughly 372 miles. Other highlights include a large 14.5-inch display screen laid in portrait mode on the dash, bi-directional charging, plug-in charge capability, and assisted driving technology. Autonomous driving will be available in the future, 
which we think will be unlocked with an OTA update. The EX90 will first be made in the U.S. starting sometime next year, and then later on in China as well. Depending on the market, customers will be able to buy it, lease it, or subscribe to it, and they'll be able to do that at both the dealer and online. Volvo says with the introduction of the EX90, it will introduce one new fully electric car each year. Speaking of new vehicles, Honda pulled the wraps off the new Accord. It's longer by nearly three inches, slightly wider in the rear, and sleeker than the outgoing model. We think the styling is a little more sophisticated as well. The interior takes inspiration from the new Civic, highlighted by the horizontal air vents that stretch across the middle of the dash, the three HVAC control knobs, and a high-mounted floating display screen. Higher-end versions get a 12.3-inch unit, which is the largest Honda has ever offered. Under the hood is the option for two powertrains. The base is still a 1.5-liter turbo engine mated to a CVT, but both have been upgraded to reduce engine noise. The other is Honda's dual-motor hybrid setup that pairs a 2-liter four-cylinder engine with those motors and combines to produce just over 200 horsepower. I didn't see anything in the press release about when the new Accord will be available, but it will continue to be made in the U.S. Automakers are focusing more and more on creating a green, sustainable supply chain, and Ford and Volvo trucks are the latest to make progress in sustainability. Ford is pledging that at least 10% of its aluminum and steel purchases by 2030 will have near-zero-level carbon emissions, and Volvo trucks is now delivering heavy-duty electric trucks to customers made with fossil-free steel. The metal is produced by Swedish steel manufacturer SSAB, using a new process with fossil-free electricity and hydrogen. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Volkswagen is making huge investments in EVs, but it's also developing fuel cells with a German company called Kraftwerk Group. The unique thing about their stack is that it uses ceramic membranes as opposed to polymer membranes like Hyundai and Toyota. The ceramic membranes are cheaper to produce because they don't require platinum, and the stack produces heat that can be used to run the HVAC system, making it even more efficient. The fuel cell is estimated to deliver an astonishing 2,000 kilometers of range. That's more than 1,240 miles. Kraftwerk's CEO says the fuel cell isn't exclusive to Volkswagen, and it plans on launching a model in 2026, quote, regardless of the manufacturer. It wants to produce 10,000 vehicles spread across several brands. Pickup trucks have never really been all that popular in China, but that could be about to change. Geely is launching an electric pickup called the RD6 that's sold under the radar brand name. It starts at less than $25,000 and tops out at $37,000. It sits on a dedicated EV platform 
with the top-of-the-line trim offering a 140-kilowatt-hour battery pack that will deliver 380 miles of range. It's available in two- and four-wheel drive. Max power is 536 horsepower with 566 pound-feet of torque. It can haul a 1,700-pound payload and tow over 6,600 pounds. Those are very impressive specs with a very impressive price. And it's products like this that could get Chinese customers interested in pickup trucks. And that's why Geely is also considering doing an IPO with radar. Ever had to deal with the stress of being stuck in traffic and late for a work meeting? Not anymore, at least if you're a Tesla owner. All new Tesla models will soon be available to handle Zoom calls. So whether it's an interview, work call, or just chatting with friends, you'll be able to video conference from right inside your Tesla. What are legacy automakers going to do with their ICE operations as the market transitions to electric vehicles? Volvo and Renault are already spinning off their ICE operations, so what will the others do? Or will they do that too? That's the topic on AutoLine After Hours today. We've also got Christian Steinman, the CEO of a company called ClearMotion, that's developed a revolutionary suspension system for cars and trucks. You're not going to believe how well it works. Jack Narod, the automotive writer and consultant, will also be on the show. So join John and Gary to get some of the best insights into what's happening in the automotive industry. And that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. And by Scheffler, we pioneer motion.